God bless you, God bless you, and God bless you, great people of God. Welcome back again to another episode of CBT Change by Truth. Hey, look, we're not going to stall right here. We're going to jump right back in so we can get into last week's episode, part two. So get your heart together and your faith so you can grow in God, because as you know, when you grow in God, you're growing yourself. God bless you. Stay tuned. I'd like to continue on part three of the Oz trilogy. Um, let us pray. Father, we bless you and we give you the glory and our heart. Thank you for the opportunity to be in your presence to receive that which is of you, God. Um, allow us to become, God, that which you have ordained us to become. That this word, revelation, and insight might may bless our lives, God, in a way um, that would change our lives forever. In the name of Jesus, amen. Um, so we've been talking um, about um, following God um, and obeying God and the um, strengths and the faith that it takes to follow God as he leads us um, on the path uh, of righteousness for his name's sake. Um, there are a lot of things that we have to encounter in order to understand uh, the wonderful things about who God is and what he has in store for us. Um, in this segment of teaching, I want to deal with um, understanding um, who you are on your journey when it comes to following God. Uh, um, the first segment we talked about how important it is to follow God and to understand who you are in God as it relates to um, becoming what God has called you to become. There are many people who struggle with the thought or with the struggle um, of walking with God. Walking with God is not just being a believer, but it is understanding um, that in order to move in the things of God, you just cannot be excited about what God can do. But you have to be in, uh, you have to live in an expectation of what he can do through you. Um, there are many people who are so excited about who God is and what God can do um, until they, they're really not in the position to be used um, for God to do in them what he has planned to do. So at some point we have to get out of being God stricken or um in awe of God so much so that God cannot use us to fulfill his will. I'm not saying not to be appreciative of God because we are appreciative and we know that he deserves all the glory and the honor. But if you're going to walk with God, then you have to allow God to move in you and walk in you. Um, following God is essential to your life because following God in your life reveals God in your life. One more time. Following God in your life reveals God in your life and because he is the light and the light of the world because God is um, the light cannot be hid and because he has come into the world to lead those in darkness out of darkness then he has to place the light in darkness in order now for um, his glory to be glorified in order to use you and so now we talked about what it is to follow God got caught up in a storm and was placed in the land of Oz. Uh, and in order for her to get back home, she didn't have to follow the yellow brick road. Um, the yellow brick road now represents the path in which God has 
um, ordained for you to move in and to experience his glory in. On the path of the yellow brick road, um, Dorothy would find, find out three different segments or three different dimensions um, and she would have to be introduced to three different dimensions of who she was. Um, and in our lives, there are, there are different dimensions of us. There's not just the you that you know there, but there's the other parts of you that you have to become familiar with. Um, she met the scarecrow, which represents her flesh. Um, being that uh, the scarecrow did not have a brain, which then allowed him to be numb and not be able to feel anything in his body. And any individual who cannot think past what they experience um, in their body then allows the flesh now to be numb enough to go through things, they not feel it, and then cause them to have issues in their life. Um, she ran across the Tin Man. Tin Man uh, represents her uh, soul, a.k.a. her um, her intellect, her heart. And then that, the, the Tin Man... Um, did not have a heart, which then left him hard and empty on the inside. And we, and she had to deal with someone in her life who was hard, um, in other words, to protect you, um, but empty on the inside, uh, meaning that he he had no feeling on the inside. That means that he, he um, was not filled with compassion. He was not filled with um, emotions. He was not filled. He could not feel the things um, in her life that she needed to feel when she needed to feel uh, them and then she ran across uh, the, the lion which represents um, her faith aka her her spirit um, the lion represents the part of her that was built to win built to have authority built to rule in her life but even though he was supposed to be a thundercat he was a pussycat um, and this represents you in your life when you are not sure that you can conquer what God has called you to conquer even though God has willed you um, ordained you strengthened you made you created you to have dominion over everything and so she now runs into these three different dimensions of who she is um, and once she got through these three different dimensions of who she was um, and the next thing is where I want to pick up here um, is that she had to now um, get to Oz she had to get to Oz she still had to follow the yellow brick road but she had to get to Oz in order to get what she was looking for in order for the lion to get what he needed in order for the tin man to get what he needed in order for the scarecrow to get what he needed they all had now to get to Oz they had to move together um, um, to Oz um, stay together um, in order to accomplish this journey and this is where I want to pick up right here we're talking about um, following God with, with all of um, your heart, your mind, and your soul. Um, so now we have to pick up here in the Bible says that uh, he leadeth our feet on the path of righteousness for his namesake. And the Bible also says that the word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my pathway. I want to talk about now journeying or moving um, toward God, uh, forgetting the things which are behind you. Moving toward God. And forgetting those things which are behind you. We press forward. And so now here is Dorothy. Um, she has now been introduced to um, uh, sides of her. She has now made uh, 
an allegiance or she has fortified herself um, with all of her. And in this scenery, we see Dorothy on the path, the yellow brick road, and she is linked up with the scarecrow, with the tin man, and the lion, and they're all holding arms, skipping, going down uh, the yellow brick road, skipping, going down the path um, that God has ordained them to go down. Now, I say them because I want to give you the visual of the movie, all four of them, plus Toto. But in reality, in life, when you're following God, when your mind is made up, you have to be aware that it's just really just you following God with three different mindsets battling inside of you. And what happens here is that many of us cannot fulfill the will of God or cannot move in the things of God and accomplish the things that God has ordained us because when you really look at it, you wonder and you struggle within yourself dealing with the part of you that has no faith, the part of you that is empty inside and, and, and does not have a heart of compassion, and the part of you that does not think good when the body is under pressure because you become numb. And it's right here where we find out what you believe. It's right here where we find out what you have in your heart. It's right here when we find out if you're able to crucify your flesh and move in the obedience of God. Many of us now have now come through many of things in our life and we're fighting within ourselves amongst the company that we keep, Tin Man, Scarecrow, and the Lion, because now we have a hard time believing that God now is going to bring me into a place of blessing, a place of ordination, a place of plenty, a place of protection, and a place of beauty based on who we're traveling with. Uh, it, it's, it's deeper than what you realize because Dorothy now was dealing with three dimensions of her because she had acknowledged them. Uh, she understood their issues. She understood their problems. She understood what they needed and she decided to bring them on the journey um, to get what they needed because she also needed something. Uh, but many of us, uh, we disregard, overlook the fact being that you cannot travel and bring this journey into completion in your life if you don't accept the fact that you have flesh that makes it hard uh, for you to concentrate sometimes. Uh, your flesh makes it hard for you to feel, oh God, the condemnation of being in the wrong place. Uh, the issue that many of us have on this journey is that when we deal with the first uh, a victim of choice would, would be the scarecrow. The scarecrow uh, allows you to desire things and want things in your life on this walk with God that is not the will of God. It allows you to be, oh God, numb now to the things of God. But even though the flesh now... Uh, 
um, allows you to be numb and you can't feel things because you don't think straight. Uh, when you deal with the flesh, you, you tend to have the struggle in the mind. He had no brain because you tend to be double-minded when it comes to desiring things that God does not desire for you. There's many times that we have now uh, sat down on the side of the road, got off of the yellow brick road, decided not to move no more because we have found ourselves in places that we have should have never been at because of the scarecrow in our life. The scarecrow, oh God, is, is the thing that is annoying to you, just like a crow. The crow represents an animal of death. It eats on uh, dead things. It is the scarecrow in your life that you have to accept the fact being that he is part of who you are. And even though he causes you issues, even though he causes you, oh God, not to see things and feel things because he satisfies himself, you have to understand that the flesh now will come in, oh God, he will come into play or he will become useful on this journey. You cannot condemn yourself because of the scarecrow in your life. Not only does he eat dead things, but he allows you to understand parts of yourself even though you don't like that part of yourself. And many times we, we can't move because we're embarrassed or we're ashamed or disgraced because of the part of us that doesn't think straight. The part of us that does not feel is numb. The part of us, because many of us have been through many things in our life and have end up in different many places that's been out of the will of God because when we should have felt the conviction of the Holy Spirit, when we should have felt the conviction of God's presence because of the numbness now of the scarecrow, it didn't allow us to register the fact being that we need to put the scarecrow in his place not that we should always just disregard him but we need to we need to learn how to crucify see it's not that you don't need a scarecrow in your life but you just need to the scarecrow is to be not conformed to the things of this world but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind if you bring your mind under subjection oh god then your mind won't talk to you about what your body desires so now she understands the scarecrow because many of us don't want to move on down the line because we don't believe that God can use us with a scarecrow. But in this movie, you find out if you remember there are different times on this journey that it was the scarecrow, the one who did not have a brain that really gave Dorothy counsel she gave Dorothy information. He said, I, I, I'm not sure now, but I think we need to go this way. Uh, there were many times, if you remember when they were in the castle, and, and, and he knew exactly what rope to cut to get the chandelier to fall down on the soldiers that was trying to apprehend them. Uh, the scarecrow came in useful when his mind was fruitful. One more time. The scarecrow came in useful when you brought his mind under subjection. 
See, what the only dangerous thing about a scarecrow is that when you get a scarecrow whose mind is not operating, hooked up with a body that can't feel, then it brings you into an area where you are condemned. Hallelujah. Have you thought about the scarecrow in your life? How many times have your flesh and the wrong thinking caused you now to give up on God? How many times have the life, have life and this world thrown things at you? And because now you didn't think the way the word of God wanted you to think. Because maybe you didn't even know the word of God. Or it was not in your heart where you could bring it up in your mind. To cause your mind to be fruitful in God. How many times have it caused you now to give up on what God has for you? To walk away from the territory God has called you to rule in. To move out of the way of the place God wanted to ordain you or bless you in. This is why we have to bring our mind, the mind of the scarecrow under subjection. And the only way to bring the mind of your flesh, the mind of your scarecrow, the mind of your flesh under subjection is that as a believer, you have to now learn how to depend on the word of God. Your mind, there will be times in your life where your mind will leave you, your mind will deceive you, your mind will play tricks on you. And the Bible says that we have to now have the word of God. In order to illuminate the path that God wants us to illuminate. You have to learn how to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Oh God, if you don't have the mind of Christ. Oh God, that means you have your mind. The Lord says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. You, you need the mind of God in order to understand the things of God. And you can't get rid of the scarecrow on this journey. Because you have to learn to understand the scarecrow side of you. You can't be afraid, oh God, of the things that you cannot feel. But you have to learn not to trust your feelings in your flesh. Oh God. And come under subjection of the authority of God that's in your mind. Hallelujah. The scarecrow is everybody has a scarecrow. Everybody has that side of them that causes their life to be numb. Because they don't think the word of God. They don't, they don't trust the word of God. They won't follow the word of God. Once you bring your mind under subjection and be transformed by the renewing of your mind, life, the devil, demons, the enemy, he can't play tricks with your appetite because there's only one thing worse than a scarecrow and that is a scarecrow that can't think right but has an appetite to get what he wants to get. Hallelujah. So now she's on this journey, traveling with a scarecrow in her life. But she's got to look the scarecrow in her face and realize that, oh God, that's just one side of me. I've got to keep pressing on because I've got to carry this weight with me because, oh God, God has assigned it to my life. And now on the other side of her, there's a tin man. 
man that is strong and made out of metal. He does not have to worry about his appetite because, God, he's hard. He's hard on the outside, hard in his movement, hard like a shield. He's hard. You would think it'd be a blessing to have someone that would be hard in your life. A man of metal, a man that has an axe. He's a defense mechanism. The only problem with the tin man being a defense mechanism and being hard on the outside, being used for a shield, is that he's empty on the inside and he has no heart. There's a side of you that can be very hard and turn offish in your life. And that hardness comes from having no heart and no heart comes from not feeling nothing and not feeling nothing comes from having a heart of stone and a heart of stone comes from oh god things that you have encountered that have left you burden in your heart bible declares that out of the heart the issues of life flow and a lot of times because of the issues that we have been caught in because of the issues that have swept over us and through us and in us and have swept us away many of us have become so hard in our heart until it's hard for us to believe anything it's hard for us to believe and so what happens is now Dorothy has to travel with this tin man uh, that should be an ultimate weapon in her life if he had a heart. Mm. But to have a compassionless and a heartless side of you can be the side of you that will not let the word of God in your life. Bible said, I have hidden thy word in thine heart that I may not sin against you. When your heart has become hard and it leaves you empty on the inside, it causes you now not to believe God and not to believe God is not to trust God and not to trust God is not to follow God and not to follow God is to cause you to get lost. Many of the believers, maybe even you in your life has gotten lost because now of the issues that has transpired in your life. Now Dorothy has to go down uh, this yellow brick road that God has caused her to move down with another side of her that is heartless. A side of her that finds it hard uh, to believe God. Oh Lord. There was a story in the Bible where the man had a son and man, son had demons and Jesus asked him to, he believe, he said, I believe, but help my unbelief. Unbelief comes when you have a heart, oh God, that has been tried with the issues of life and the issues of life come into your life to challenge you, to make you stop believing. And when you stop believing in the word of God, when you stop believing in the salvation of God, it causes everything around you uh, to become hard. It causes your joints to become hard. It causes your neck to become hard. It causes your elbows to become hard. It causes everything about you uh, to become hard and to the point being that you begin to rust, oh God, when you cry. The 10 man issue was that because of his hardness, if he cried, 
cried. And there was one time in the movie where he cried. He cried so much that he began to rust. See, when you think about things you've been through and you think about the compassion you should have and when your heart on the inside and your heart has been heartened, it allows you to come to a place where you can have remorse and cry. If he cried because he had no heart, he would rust. And so now, the only thing, the only way that you can keep the heartless side of your tin man in your life is that you have to have his oil can. You have to have the side of him, the oil can, that keeps him under the anointing. Because any individual who is hard on the outside and can't cry because if he cries, he'll rust. You have to keep the oil of God plied to his life. You have to keep the oil of God in his life. You have to keep him lubricated in the anointing of God because you don't want a tin man in your life traveling with you and his heart now is locked up and hard. It allows him to be empty on the inside and only the anointing of God applied to your life will keep you mobile, keep you believing, keep you moving, keep you progressing in the things of God. Oh, she had to keep now uh, the oil can, the oil applied to the presence, to the body, to the movement of the tin man. Because if you don't keep yourself under the anointing when it comes down to the things in your heart, you will cause yourself to rust and cause yourself to be stagnated on the path that God has called you now to be mobile on. Glory to God. How many times have your heart been hardened? How many times have you been dismayed? How many times have you been stuck because of the things that can't come out of your heart? Hallelujah. So now we as believers, we have to be mindful of our heart, the condition of our heart, the welfare of our heart. Bible gives us the antidote. It says, I have hidden thy word. In thine heart that I may not offend God. Ah, I may not sin against thee. That word sin, it means to offend God. How do I offend God in my heart? I, you might say by sinning against thee. But uh, God knows that we have to live up this life. And he knows that we have struggles. So it's not the struggles that really offend God. We can ask God for forgiveness. Oh God, for being out of his will. But what really offends God, the danger of the tin man when it comes down to the progression and the progress of you moving in God is not that you will encounter things that will hurt you. But what offends God in the heart of God is when you don't believe and have faith concerning his word. Hallelujah. Without faith, it is impossible uh, to believe God. And so now, uh, the danger with the tin man is that he can get to a point where eh, because he can't feel in his heart, it's hard for him to believe God. And when he stops believing God, that causes him now, oh God, to be heartbroken. And anybody who is heartbroken in their life, that causes them not to progress in life, which causes you to stand still. How many times have, have you come to a place in your life because of 
the issues that you've been in, because of the heartbreak you've been in, because of the way you've been handled, because of how things have been done in your life. Uh, it causes you now to want to cry, but you won't cry because if you start to cry, it'll cause you to be stuck in a place in your life that kills your mobility in God. So you have to learn to forgive. You have to learn to let your heart be softened by faith in God. The tin man is, he's wonderful as long as you can keep moving with him. And as long as his heart and his, his joints are mobile, you can move with a tin man. But if a tin man ever becomes rusted, the weight of what's supposed to protect you, the weight of what is hard, as a weapon in your life, the tin man becomes a burden for you to carry. And it causes you strain now on the path that God has called you, oh God, to move down. Hallelujah. The lion is another side of what we have to put up with. It is a side of us that, are, that draws and attracts now warfare. The lion represents the side of us that many people see and become intimidated by. It, it is your gifting. It is your anointing. It is the side of you that reveals the glory of God, the majesty of God. The lion has a mane around his head because it represents authority and majesty. It is what others recognize about you that's around your head, your authority, that they see the glory of God. And many people, when they see the lion in your life, it causes them to want to challenge now the king of the jungle, the part of you that has authority that has dominion it causes them to want to challenge that part the problem with the lion is that even though he's strong and he's built uh, to rule and have dominion even though he brings people around you in your atmosphere that's ready to challenge you and to see if you're really worth the fight the problem with him is that he looks like he's ready to fight but he's never really had a fight he looks like he's ready to rule but he's really scared of his own authority he looks like he's ready to take dominion oh god but he he really acts like a little small kitty cat. There are things in your life that the enemy sees that is strong about you. The lion that continues to draw now adversity, continues to draw testing, continues to draw trials and things that challenge you. That lion will draw those things to you. His problem is, though, that although he's built to rule, he does not have no faith in himself. He has no courage. And when you think about it, this represents the spiritual side of you. Have you ever thought because people speak into your life on the carnal side, you never come into the divine side of who you are? See, the more people that's around you that keep speaking into your spiritual side, it causes you to believe or not to believe in the side of you that God does his greatest works in. He says, thy word is spirit and life. And when you get the word of God in you, it gives your spirit life. It causes you to believe all measures. 
But the danger about the lion is because you ever thought about it. What maybe causes your lion, your spiritual side, not to have, oh, God, uh, uh, courage or not to believe God and not to, 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 to stand up and be who he is. is because when the lion now talks to the 10 men, the 10 men tells the lion about the emptiness in his life and about the fact that he cannot have he does not have an emotion. And the, and the 10 men talks to. To the scarecrow and the scarecrow tells them that he he can't feel anything when these three get together and they begin to talk now concerning their life your life and when your scarecrow talks to your tin man your tin man talks to your lion it causes you now to be a misfit in your life that always misfiring because of the unity of your flesh, spirit, and soul. Because of the unity of your, oh God, numbness, hardness, and cowardness. These three represent, oh God, a unified front, a flesh, a broken heart, and a lack thereof of courage. So now Dorothy has to move down this yellow brick road with these three entities of herself, believing that she can do exactly what God has called her to do, that she can get in this place where she can get to Oz. It seems like she's burdened. It seems like she's not going to make it. It seems like anybody who's dealing with these three dimensions of their life would find it hard to get to the place where they could believe God. And this is what we have to deal with on this path of righteousness. We have to let the word of God minister to us so we do not get caught up in a conversation and influenced by our scarecrow, tin man, and our lion. But we have to learn now how to speak to each dimension of us, how to encourage different sides of us, when to tell the tin man he can do it, when to tell the lion trust God, when to tell the scarecrow to shut up. We have to learn how now to to be the counselor of our own life as it relates to the word of God. Because regardless of what you think, anytime you're moving in your life, these three voices, these three presence, these three sides of you are there. And many people can't accomplish what God has called them to accomplish in their life because they cannot understand that God now would lead me in the path of righteousness for his namesake with these three sides of who I am. And the reality of it is God has ordained them to be in your life. He understands them in your life. The problem is that many of us as believers disregard or cannot handle that we have three sides of us that at any given time in our life is flawed. Any given time in our life is a hindrance. For redemption. Thank God that the path that we're traveling on with these three sides of us is a path that God has ordained us to see the glory of God. These three sides of who you are are going to reveal now the glory of God. The Bible says he takes the foolish things and confounds the wise. God can get glory out of any side of who, which one you are. Anytime, if you're in the tin man, if you're in the scarecrow, if you're in the lion, God can get glory out of any side of you. There's no place that we can hide from God. 
He says, if you make your bed in hell, he's there. If you ascend to the highest mountain, he's there in your life, regardless of what dimension, scarecrow, tin man or lion that you're hiding in and you have issues with. God said he has a plan now to take the things that you struggle with and get glory out of them. And we're going to find out this truth in the next part dealing with the poppy field and how God now reveals a miracle right when they become to get to Oz before they get to Oz they run into a very dangerous situation that reveals the wonder of God in the life of Dorothy and many of us the things that God has put into our life to bless us we condemn because we're not comfortable with our scarecrow. We're not comfortable with our tin man. We're not comfortable with our lion. And regardless of how you feel about whatever the side of whatever side of you you struggle with, all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord, who are called according now to his purpose in the name of Jesus. But thank God. Great people, that's all we have time for today. I pray and I hope that your heart will blessed by the message that you heard. I truly believe within my heart, if you take time and stop and look at your life and look at the things that you understand and the things that you don't understand, you can clearly come to understand that regardless of what you've been through and where you are, regardless of how you feel or what you think you feel, God has never forsaken you or left you alone. It's only when we embrace truth that God can truly change us into what he has already ordained us to do. Remember this one thing, in all of your getting, don't get money, don't get people, don't get materialistic things, but in all of your getting, get an understanding because it's only through an understanding of who you are, who God is in your life and what God has for your life can you arrive at the place that God has ordained for your life? God bless you. Stay encouraged until we talk again. And remember, we're not here uh, to excite you about what might be in your life, but to invite you into what God has in your life. Because only truth can change you for the greatness God has prepared for you. God bless you.